You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I want to talk about putting her on a pedestal versus finding the one. I was thinking about this the other day when I was talking to a coaching client of mine. The idea of putting her on a pedestal versus finding the one. And I put them together because it's kind of similar, right? It's a little bit similar. Like when you are trying to find the one, that means that you're putting this one person in a category where she becomes kind of on a pedestal a little bit, right? It's like, oh, that's the perfect match. So we end up putting her on a pedestal. But then what does it mean to put women on a pedestal? Why is this a problem? All this stuff is going to be talked about today on today's episode. Yes. I want to quickly just thank anyone who has written a review for the podcast, especially on iTunes. That's the main place where reviews are really looked at. So thank you very much for anyone who's left a review. And thank you to all those who have left a very negative review because most of the negative reviews never make any sense. And it's always funny to read your review. Uh, like the one I'm going to read right now, someone left a one-star review and it didn't seem to make much sense, but let's try to make sense of it now. Okay, let me find it here. So one-star reviews, how to be a beta male from Abhishek7387, left on March 17th. He says, Trip calls, you spelled my name wrong, it's with two Ps. Trip calls guests who gives bad advice for men. It's a good podcast for female listeners, but for men, it's going to make you a nice guy for girls to take advantage of. Guests just portray women as victims and show men as low value inherently. I mean, I, I just, I can't even understand. I can't even understand how that is true in any sense of the matter. I think the entire podcast is built on teaching you how to be a man who doesn't take shit. So it's just, it's very interesting when I get reviews like this that don't make sense. And it's funny, guests portray women as victims. I don't know if I've ever portrayed a woman as a victim. Ever, 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 ever. If anything, I'm just trying to teach guys like yourself, who's obviously not getting any help from it, and that's fine. I don't expect anyone to listen to the podcast to just all of a sudden love it. I won't connect with everyone. That's just life. There's a lot of different podcasts out there. To be honest, I don't think there's a lot of really good podcasts for dating advice for men. There's only a handful. And uh, not to name any names, but there's some that I know guys have listened to and told me that it did not help them, actually, because it's not giving them the good practical advice that they need. But thank you, Abhishek7387, for leaving the one-star review. You have made me laugh. Ha ha, ha ha. Good stuff. And uh, oh, another one came in. Five stars. Says, great, is helping me with my approach anxiety. Good. Anywho, if you want to leave a review, good or bad, ones to laugh at, ones to not laugh at, then please do so. On iTunes and speak your truth. I'd love to hear from you. There's really not much more fun than reading the bad reviews. I do enjoy them. Uh, but I also really appreciate the good ones. And it's nice to read those too. So thanks to anyone who has left a review on iTunes. Much appreciated. Okay, let's talk about today's topic. Putting her on a pedestal versus finding the one. What are we talking about here? Well, putting her on a pedestal is something that you don't want to do, right? 
You don't want to do that. What does it mean to put a woman on a pedestal? What that means is you are basically saying that the woman is someone who is more valuable than you and that she has so much value that she's above you. And because of that, you are not worthy of her. It's very similar to being out of a girl's league. If you've ever heard that term, she's out of my league or I'm not in the league of beautiful women. So you're saying that they're better than you. Well, here's the thing. If you think that, then that is true. It's almost automatic. So if you think that, it is true. The very moment you believe that is the moment it comes true because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The act of thinking that she's better than you actually makes you lower value. So gentlemen, please be careful with this. We do not want to put her on a pedestal because then you are automatically unattractive. It doesn't make sense either. You can't put a woman on a pedestal. We should never put any woman on a pedestal because no woman is going to be more valuable than you. You are always the prize. You are always the man who has the value. Women want men, and in some cases, they need a man. So really, you are always going to be the prize. We don't think this way because we think women have a lot of choice because they're the ones who get approached. But you do have the choice. You don't have to be with every woman. doesn't mean you can be with every woman, but not every woman can be with every man. What's interesting too is women have an opposite issue. So men have the issue of building the attraction, but women have the issue of keeping the man around. You see, men are the ones that hold marriage. You understand that? That even though... It's hard to necessarily approach and talk to women and get that off the ground, but you hold marriage. Women don't ask men to marry them. It's the man who asks. So you do have a lot of power here, power that you don't realize that you have. And also, it's a, it's a mindset thing. You can be a very valuable man in the sense where almost you put yourself on a pedestal where you go, yeah, I deserve an amazing woman. I deserve a very attractive woman. I deserve a woman who... I want, the type of woman I want, the one that I consider to be high value, right? So you start to create this mindset shift that goes, hmm, I wonder if she deserves me, not if I deserve her. I'll say that again. I wonder if she deserves me. Does someone deserve my attention? Now, you're not going to necessarily just listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, oh, that's right. Maybe some of you will, but some of you don't have value. So you need to figure out how to get value. Value comes in the form of, are you a person that has a network of friends? Are you a person who has a high-paying job? Are you a person who has a lifestyle that's fun and exciting? Are you a person who is trying to build a community around something? Are you someone who maybe isn't making a ton of money, but enough money to be able to afford all the things that you want? Sometimes making money, a lot of money is relative depending on where you live. You can make six figures and be broke in New York and be rich in Tulsa. So it is all relative. But are you a person who is working on their mission? These are all examples of value. Are you a person who's working on personal development and always being better at anything that you're working on? Are you a person who meditates daily to have positive an optimistic energy and this kind of spiritual energy to be able to get through the days and the anxieties and worries? 
which makes you stronger? Are you a man who is close with his family or the family that he does have and has a strong connection with their family? Are you a man who's respected by his peers, who has a network of other high-value men in the way that I'm describing now? These are things you can work on to be a high-value man. It's taken me years to get to the point where I could consider myself a high-value man, and I think I still have a ton of work to do. I'm at the point where I've built a business that I love, that I enjoy, that's supporting me. I've gotten to the point where I've become confident with most people that I meet. I've become confident in other areas such as personal development. I've been able to take care of myself nutritionally and get to the point where I'm getting happier with my body, my physique, my mind, my mental health. I found a woman who I absolutely adore that I'm in a powerful relationship with. I'm not saying this to show off. These are things that I worked on for years. Since I was in my early 20s, I worked on all these things. So it takes time. But the idea here is we can create ourselves into whatever we want. We can be valuable. We can be a high-value person. We can be a person who loves himself so much and realizes that he's the man that women are looking for. Really, you can be that person. Right now, you're thinking the opposite, though. You're thinking, I'm trying to be worthy of her. I'm trying to be worthy of her. No. First, become worthy of yourself. And I'll say this real quick. This is an arrogance There's a difference between arrogance and confidence. Confidence is knowing that you're a high-value, awesome guy. Arrogance is thinking you're better than other people. So that's not the case. We're not here to compare to anyone else but ourselves. But we are here to see who are we and do we deserve things in life. Well, you do if if you work at it. But we're not trying to be deserving of love. We're not trying to be deserving of a woman. We're trying to be high-value, powerful, confident men in all the ways which I just previously described. So then we have more choice of women. And then we see if this person is deserving of us. That's the mindset, my friend. And I say in today's episode, finding the one versus putting her on a pedestal, because I feel like it gets a little muddy And I feel like guys are trying to find the one who or that one woman that they want to be with, the one girlfriend, the one woman they want to be in a relationship with, maybe a marriage with, maybe have kids with. And it gets muddy because once you start trying to find that woman, you start to put her on a pedestal and you got to be careful. And that's my warning of today's episode. When you find someone who is the one, and I use that term loosely because I hate that term, I'm really just trying to use your language or the language that I used to use, but really I like to use the language of finding a good match. But there's lots of women who can be a good match for you. But when we start calling her the one, instantly she's on a pedestal because we're saying, oh, there's only one person out there. This woman has so much value that I, 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 I can't even imagine being with anyone else like this. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No, be careful of that. We are trying to make ourselves high-value men so that we can figure out also what it is that we want in our relationships. What are the kinds of relationships we want to create? What are the kinds of women that we want to be with? And then once we understand what that is, then we can go out and we can find that. 
but hopefully with an abundant mindset, knowing that even though we've maybe found someone who, whoa, she has all these qualities we're looking for, you'd be crazy not to think that there's not another woman out there. I'll just spoil it for you. I've been dating and getting into relationships over the past 15, 16 years, and there's definitely, definitely lots of women out there for you who have the things that you're looking for. So that's why we flip the script and we say that we're the high value man. Is she worthy of me? Does she have the qualities that I'm looking for, not the ones that I'm trying to settle for? So let's get rid of terminologies like finding the one, the one for me. Let's get rid of phrases such as she's out of my league. You're instantly in loser town if we start using that stuff. And you, my friend, are not a loser. You're listening to this podcast, which means you're a fucking winner. That's what you are. I refuse to let you think that you are anything less than awesome. Now, of course, I got to be realistic and I got to be hard on you because I'm like your older brother here. And we got to make sure that you are working on yourself. I don't believe that just because you exist, you're special. I think that us millennials were told that we were special. We got trophies for doing literally anything. And that has ruined our self-esteem, not helped it. Counterintuitively, you think like, oh, you make a, guy, a kid feel better about himself. Yay, here's a trophy for coming in fifth place or just showing up. Well, what happens when you get into the real world and you realize that, no, not everyone's treating you like you're this special person. Your parents did. No, competition is healthy. It makes you work hard and actually build self-esteem. Because self-esteem is built through accomplishing goals and accomplishing the promises that you make to yourself. Not just existing. You have to be doing things in the world to build confidence and self-esteem. Confidence comes from competence, which comes from taking action. That's how you build it. Not by just existing. Good luck with that. Okay? Well, I'd love to sit here and say that every single one of my followers or subscribers or people who listen to this podcast are special. You're not. And neither am I. You want to be special? Well, that comes with hard work. That comes with actually accomplishing something. So let's not focus on kumbayaing our way to the point where everything is just great as it is. You'll find yourself in the dumps. So what do we do? We work hard. We accomplish things. We set goals. We work on ourselves. We work on our inner qualities. We work on our outer qualities. We work on our inner qualities, which are our behaviors, our charisma, our inner confidence. We work on our outer qualities, our health, our wealth, our appearance, and our lifestyle, the superficial ways of feeling confident, but ways that actually work. We work on all these things and we practice patience because it doesn't happen overnight. But you can get there. And you can start as soon as today. But going back to what I've been saying here, putting her on a pedestal versus finding the one. To me, they're almost the same thing. So we want to be careful. We're never putting her on a pedestal. We're never doing it with any woman that we meet, no matter what. She needs to convince you that she's good enough. 
Now, that might sound funny. It's like, well, Trip, I don't get it. You're always preaching, build attraction, build attraction, go up, do the approach, look your best. Aren't you doing the opposite of that? I mean, even though you're saying all these things, I thought I'm going up and I'm kind of trying to convince her. Well, yes, you are the one who is making the move, but that's just how it goes in the world and how attraction works. You are the one who is the the assertive one. You are the one who's taking action, leading, dominant. Yes, it's true. But that's only because it's not going to happen if you don't go over there. So there has to be some sort of moment of making the experience happen. But then once that experience hits, you are the high value guy because you already are that person. You're just giving yourself an opportunity to meet a woman. That's what it really is. It's you're giving yourself the opportunity by going over there. Not I'm going to go over there and try to convince her. You're giving yourself an opportunity to see if this woman is all that she is cracked up to be. Meaning you see a girl, she's really pretty. Let's see if she's cool along with it. So we don't convince. If anything, we persuade. Persuasion. Persuade means changing one's beliefs because you do go over there. And you have to change her mind in a sense that you are someone who is attractive. But that's because you are. It doesn't work every time. You're not always going to get the opportunity on every single date that you meet off of online or every approach that you do. It's not always a match. But if you show up and you know how to be the high value man who understands TED, for example, my TED formula and building attraction, and you're working on building the outer qualities of your life, the wealth, the health, the, the appearance, and the lifestyle slash environment, then you have more choice with women. Again, see how I'm switching the mindset here? It's not that you're trying to convince her because you're attractive. You just have more choice because you are attractive. I don't mean physically necessarily attractive, although that's part of it because we talk about appearance in the outer qualities, but it's everything combined. That's where the power comes in, my friend. Damn. This is good stuff today. Really good stuff. Really powerful. Switching mindsets to be a little bit more counterintuitive than you believed in the past. Now, here's the deal with mindset shifts, how this works. You're, I don't want you to listen to this episode and, you know, move on to the next one or move on to another episode or of someone else's podcast, and then just completely forget about it. Of course, if this didn't help you, that's one thing. But if it did help you, write this down. Look at it. So one thing I've been doing, similar to this, but with books, is I have a little system. So I'll take a book, because I've been creating this new habit of reading more books. I read every day now, or I used to read much more seldomly. And what I do is I have my book, and I have a couple of categories where if I read something that stands out, so my three categories so far are just a good quote that's just good to know, maybe a mindset, usually something around that. And then the second thing is something that is a good idea. So it's like, oh, that's a good idea, like something to eventually take action on. And then there's a third category, which is, okay, I should take action on this as soon as possible. So something that I should be researching now, looking up, and now waiting. And these are all color categorized 
by these little stickies. It's like a post-it sticky arrow that I put in the book. And I'm not going crazy with them. It's not like I'm doing every single page has this because it's not sustainable, right? It's like I'm only picking things that really, really hit. So there's only a, a, you know, maybe a sticky, one sticky per chapter. By the end of a book, maybe there's like 20, 20 stickies, just things to review. And so then every time I read, I go through each sticky. So I reread. And by the way, it's not like I'm rereading paragraphs, just like a couple sentences that really hit based on those categories. The point here is I'm always reviewing what I'm reading and going over. It's a little harder to do that with podcasts. It's a little easier to do that with a book because it's just right there. You can access it. Maybe you can do that if you put down a timestamp of something that I say or someone else says somewhere and go back to it. But I don't know. I don't think that's sustainable either. It's not that easy to do it. But at the very least, what you can do is pause the podcast, write it down in a note on your phone, because you're probably listening to this on your phone, write it down on one of the notes on your notepad, and then come back to it. So every time you get a little aha moment or a mindset shift or something that I said that feels like it helped you, maybe it's an action item, maybe it's a mindset, maybe it's a quote, maybe it's an idea, write it down and then review it. So you actually have notes. But the thing is, is don't take too many notes. Like if you listen to this podcast and you just like were transcribing most of it, you just won't go back to it. It's too much to remember. So only do it when it really, really hits. That way you have a one or two things per episode that you listen to, and then you won't have so many, but enough to review. And reviewing mindsets is the only way that mindsets work. A mindset is something that you believe. It's a change in your mind. It's a shift in your belief. And in order to have that, you need to review it over and over and over. So you can remember when you're going out and approaching that you're the man, you're the prize, and you're the one who is in choice because you're the high value guy, right? So that might be something you want to review and remember for the future or whatever else that hits you. But you're only going to know that and remember that if you're reviewing it. So please review this material, make it work for you. Of course, if it's a lot to ask and a lot to work on, you can always do coaching where then it makes it much easier because I sift out all the information that's not needed for you and only give you the right information that gets you results and holds you accountable to be going out there, meeting women, talking to women and getting results. So we can do coaching. That is the faster option. But if you're not ready for coaching yet, because of whatever issue that may be, although I feel like everyone should be ready for coaching because why not if this is important to you? But if you're not, you do that, you take the notes. If you're ready for coaching, you go to coachedbytrip.com where I create customized mindsets for you so then you can have those for yourself based on whatever your limiting beliefs are where then you can get more results because you're going out talking to women, you have the right online dating system, You know what to do on dates and you're meeting tons of women and you're becoming the high value guy I'm talking about. You want to become that high value guy? I can turn you into that high value guy. It just all takes the right tools that are customized to you to get you on that path. So point here is either do coaching or take notes, but make these episodes work for you. So then you can get results because that's what I want from you because I love getting the DMs from guys. People DM me on Instagram and they say, dude, listen to your podcast and and 
I got this girlfriend and got this date. I slept with this girl, whatever it may be. Love hearing those. If you have those, DM me. I always check my request folder. Always. At TripAdvice. Love to hear from you. With that note, there we go. Dropped another episode. DM me if you want. Apply for coaching at coachedbytrip.com. I'll get back to you as soon as possible so you and I can start working on your goals and create you a whole new dating life that just turns you into a freaking rock star. I do it all the time. I'm ready to do it with you. Hope this helped. Hope you understand now the difference and the similarities when we're talking about value, putting on a pedestal, finding the one, all that good stuff. Remember it, write it down, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, make the changes. Talk to you on the next episode.